Hello, everybody. Welcome back to C-Store Center. My name is Mike Hernandez, and I'm your host. Today, I want to talk about customer service experience. Um, I've had quite a few just bad experiences lately in the past two days, and it just um, really makes me wonder um, how and why these occur. And there's really a combination of things. You know, as, as, as somebody with uh, years of experience as a district manager, sometimes it seems like we look for things that uh, we claim are, you know, what the customer sees. And um, I think a lot of times the customers are, you know, unaware of, of those items that we're looking at. So, a lot of times, I think we look for details to try to help improve operations to try to prevent issues from sprouting up at a later time. And I always use the analogy of head and shoulders. If you, you may not have a problem, and I've gotten the argument from managers so many times, well, I don't. It's not an issue here. I don't have that problem. You don't now, but it doesn't mean that you won't have it later. So think of that head and shoulders commercial. You don't have dandruff. No, I don't because I use head and shoulders. So if I'm using head and shoulders, that's going to prevent the dandruff from, you know, arising or, you know, keep me from getting it actually. So, um, you know, it's always been one of those things where, you wonder, is is this something that a customer actually sees or is it something that somebody higher up, somebody from the outside just brings up to maybe try to justify their position or their, you know, their title, their place in the organization, their authority, or uh, is it something that, uh, hey, it's actually, that, that makes sense and... Uh, and, uh, wow, thanks for sharing that. I didn't know about that. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of uh, <clears throat> been ingrained in, in my mind to look at things from that perspective. And so I went to two different locations this weekend and uh, on three separate occasions. So I want to make sure I'm clear on that. The first one is I walked into a, um, you know, a large convenience store chain. And uh, it was Friday evening. Parking lot was full. The gas pumps were full. And um, there literally was a line all the way to the cooler. Now, I need to, you know, be um, transparent and tell you, obviously, standing the six feet apart because of the, you know, COVID-19 plays a part in that. But... I was at the back of the line, and then there were three people behind me, and more people were coming in. And uh, Friday evening, I'd say about 8 o'clock, one employee, one cashier. And I thought, wow, that's crazy. How do you have that many people in 
on your parking lot and in your, you know, in your property, and you only have one person working a register. So I was standing at the end um, of the aisle where the end cap was, and there was a, a beer display. And um, on that display, somebody had set down the stuff that they were going to buy, and I guess they decided they weren't going to wait that long. So you had a can of Coke, a can of Sprite, a couple of other items um, that um, just got left behind. And so it, it, it took several minutes to get checked out. And, and I say minutes, I'm talking somewhere in the range between, I don't know, seven 10 minutes and um, there weren't any, I guess what Stephen King might deem uh, lottery fucks and <laughs> excuse my language, but uh, you know, those people that just stay there and they scratch the lottery tickets and they have all these tickets that they want to turn in and uh, you know, they kind of hold the lineup. So uh you know, if you have an issue with that, you know, take it with my imagination of what Stephen King might call it. But um, you know what I'm talking about, the people that play lottery. So uh, I just, um, it's something that everybody deals with. So, uh, you know, that wasn't an excuse. That, that, there weren't, that wasn't part of the problem. The problem was there just wasn't anybody else. Now, they have a food service area. Guess what? Same thing. One person. So, you know, that, that that leads to so many things. You can just see the look on the employee's face. And those of you who have been in the business, I'm sure you've been through the same thing at one point or another. Where, man, you know, it's got to be stressful. It's got to be frustrating to look up and see all these faces kind of watching you, glaring at you. Um, and, and you're doing the best you can. And I'm not saying the girl, she wasn't super fast, but she wasn't slow either. So, you know, I just think to myself, wow, I don't know the circumstances and, and it'd be easy to say, Hey, you know what? Uh, somebody was in the back in the cooler. Uh, maybe somebody didn't show up, but that seems to be a common occurrence at that location. So, you know, we can say the manager's long-term been there a while, uh, at least a year, I would think, and uh, because I've, I've seen him there. And anyway, it's, um, you know, it, it's got to be an issue. I don't think he, it's a scheduling issue. Uh, to me, it sounds more like a labor issue where they're just uh, limited to the number of hours that they can spend to take care of the customer. And I was involved in a discussion on LinkedIn recently about something similar, you know, poor customer service. And and that's exactly what I thought about. And that's exactly what I posted on LinkedIn, along with the picture uh, showing the line. So, um, you know, that was, I guess, experience number one. And I, again, I finally did get out. But... Um, just disappointing. 
second experience, I go into a little mom and pop store owned by somebody who a really good friend of mine knows. And in fact, uh, I've had a couple of uh, cans of sleeping potion with this person. And every time I go into that store, there, there's always an issue. There's multiple issues. Um, he had, um, there's an employee that overcharges everybody. And I told him, I said, look, if she's stealing from me and everybody else who walks in here, you know, she's stealing from you. So um, I hadn't been there in a while. I don't know if she's still there or not. But uh, she's just, and then, and then on top of it, she has a very nasty attitude uh, when you question her about something. Um, but anyway, so every time I go into the store, there's an issue. And, I, and I, I said, you know, given the experience I had the night before, I want to stop in here and give them a chance again. I just wanted to get a loaf of bread. I was hungry. And then I remembered, hey, they've got some really great food here. So, and the the quantities are, or, or, or I guess, you know, the quantity of food that, they, that you get is pretty good. Big, good bang for the buck when that lady who overcharges isn't there, you know, ripping you off. Um, so it's about 1 o'clock, maybe one fifteen, somewhere in that range. Um, and... I walk in the store. First of all, there's all these handwritten things that, you know, you better have a mask on or don't come in. And just a lot of, ne well, you know, I guess we call negative signage if you've been in the business long enough. Uh, and, of course, it's all, it's all handwritten and everything else. So, you know, you walk in and um, I go straight to the, to the little kitchen area. And there are three pans of dried up caked on breakfast items that were probably made in the morning. And, you know, I'm surprised that, you know, health inspector, somebody hasn't been out there that hasn't been called on them yet because, I mean, that's a common occurrence. And the reason I know it's a common occurrence is because they have a sign on, they have like a Henny Penny little hat co uh, display where they, they you know, pre-make their their offerings and they put them in there. And so anyway, uh, and it says, you know, all items are a dollar uh, after noon, you know, after 12 o'clock, you get them for a dollar. So I just wonder, I mean, these things are probably made early in the morning. They're sitting there more than four hours, I'm sure. Uh, I've gone there in the evening on the way home, and um, I stopped in there, and the breakfast tacos are still there. <laughs> I, You know, so anyway, I get there, and that's when I see I, I run into that caked on, just ugly-looking mess. And, you know, there's an old saying that people eat with their eyes. So you look at that, and, and you know, you just don't want any. So... I figure, okay, let me go try to find a loaf of bread. Well, I get to where the bread is, and, uh, you know, I've got my mask on because you have to have a mask to get in there. And the owner 
comes out from the cooler. He was working back there, and he's stocking one of those FLMs, you know, those front-loaded merchandisers. And um, I um, say, hey, Pete, how's it going? He turns around, and he just gives me this blank look. Doesn't acknowledge, doesn't say, hey, doesn't, you know, raise his eyebrows or how's it going, nothing. Just, like, completely ignores me, like, just... <laughs> And just goes back to whatever he's doing. And while that's going on, you know, I'm looking through the loaves of bread. And, you know, it was yesterday, so June 13th. And, wow, the bread all went out of date on June the 4th. And I've talked to him about this in the past. Um, asked him what kind of procedures. And he says, well... When it comes to fronting and facing, I said, because you've probably got, and I'm not even exaggerating, you've probably got, I don't know, over $1,000 worth of outdated products on your shelves. And, you know, you can tell that nobody is, you know, fronting and facing or rotating the product. So wherever you get your supply from, your employees are just putting it up on the shelf and all the old outdated stuff is in the back. So, you know, frustrated. I just, I, I didn't get sandwich bread. I didn't get anything to eat. And, um, you know, I, I went back to, to the store where I'd been the night before and, um, you know, it wasn't as busy yet, uh, kind of a lull, but, I was able to to get the the loaf of bread that I wanted, so um, went home, had you know lunch or whatever I was going to do. So this morning, I uh, you know today's the fourteenth, June fourteenth. I stopped by early in the morning to get some gas, and I saw a sign, you know, an advertisement, a window uh, sign, and it, it and it showed. Um, I guess it's a special, a promo that they were running on, on a breakfast item. I thought, man, that looks good and it sounds good. So I'll go inside. And again, there's, there's always just one person uh, on the line. And um, there were two people in front of me, which not, it's not too bad, but uh, you know, one customer got his stuff and left. And then the next guy, I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, gosh, it wasn't even three or four minutes, you know, which um, is understandable. It's not bad considering somebody could order three or four items and, you know, it takes one person a little longer to make three or four items as opposed to just, you know, one item. A lot of times people will pick up breakfast for family members and if they have a large family, well, then obviously the order is, is larger. So, you know, I'm not going to complain or cry about that. But I will um, I will say once the guy in front of me got his order and I was next, the lady was making items. And I thought, okay, she's going to make a couple of items and um, then she'll take my order and and, uh, you know, I can move on. Well, 
she just kept making, and well, you know, they were breakfast tacos. She just, she pulled out a tortilla, dabbed some, you know, put some cheese on it, threw some beans on it, threw some potato and egg on it, rolled it up, wrapped it up in foil, put it in a bag. And never like, I'll be with you in a second, or give me a minute, I'll be right with you, sir, nothing. So this goes on, and I'm not exaggerating, she probably filled up, she had four bags, four bags of, of, of breakfast tacos. And she was continuing to make more. And finally, I just, I, I, I walked away and I, I ended up just paying for my gas and getting the heck out of there and not even eating, not even, you know, not even getting anything to eat there. So, you know, it just makes me wonder what's going on with customer service, what's going on with um, awareness. Um, and all in the last two cases, um, the guy, you know, with the owner, with the employees in the kitchen, maybe not uh, having the product out fresh, having it old and just sitting there. The owner not even really acknowledging or, um, I mean, even if I didn't know him, even if we hadn't had a couple of cans of bottles of sleeping potion uh, with a mutual friend, you know, it doesn't really matter. I directly addressed him. And at that point, I thought to myself, you know what? Based off of that reaction, I could say something about the bread and what's it really going to matter? Doesn't sound like he's going to do anything about it anyway. So, um, you know, that's disappointing. Somebody's trying to let you know, hey, there's an issue here. But, um, you know, there doesn't seem to be any sense of urgency or, or even any, maybe even caring about it. You know, you, you're going to, how many people are, are just buying whatever whatever's put there? Because either these people don't know any better or, or they just think, like, or they don't care. Uh, it's one of two. It's always those two. Either people don't know or people don't care. But then also just, you know, the last example this morning, or, or yeah, this morning, of uh, the lady just being completely unaware, being unobtrusive, completely unobtrusive. Could have said, hey, sir, I'll be right with you. Can I help you? What can I get for you? Um, I was only going to get two tacos. She could have knocked those out really quickly and then gotten back to whatever she was doing. There was nobody behind me, surprisingly. So um, I, I guess that's kind of what I want to bring to everybody's attention is if you're an independent store owner, uh, you need to think about those things. If you are a store manager, if you work in a convenience store as an employee, you know, you need to look out for those things, bring them to somebody's attention. If it's your responsibility, then you need to delegate or you need to check on these things and, and try to correct them because otherwise um, you're, you're just creating these uh, terrible customer experiences. So uh, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. And um, I hope it's helpful. I hope it gives you something to take back to your locations and think about and uh, maybe even work on solutions that will address these issues and, and prevent them from happening. So 
Uh, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and get off here. I appreciate you listening. Again, my name is uh, Mike Hernandez, and this has been uh, another episode, episode nine, actually, of uh, C-Store Center. So have a great week.